Welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. I'm your host, Allison Schaefer, heading into day two, talking about the drug cartels and drugs. Boy, oh boy, it is explosive. Some of the stuff I am researching just blows me away. Absolutely blows me away. That's why we need to raise awareness, raise that advocacy, make sure that we're putting an end to some of this. And I will unwrap it up Wednesday. I will share how we can do that. So there's alcohol from alcohol to narcotics to synthetic marijuana. They're intoxicating substances, but they actually come from all over the world. So get this one. Chemicals are from China. When I talk about fentanyl poisoning next week, you'll understand what I'm talking about. So chemicals from China, plants grown in Afghanistan or our home-brewed stimulants right here in the United States labs. Sadly, the vast majority of drugs are consumed by us, Americans. Um, Prescription and illicit drugs are consumed widely across the states. Um, Check this out. Most of these drugs, again, are not made in the United States. Like I said, talking about the chemicals from China, the plants from Afghanistan. In fact, Central and South America are responsible for bringing illegal drugs across the border. Talk about that next week. And into the United States. So that's why it's like, I I said there's a lot of cartels you would not believe. I'm almost sure, like, I guess 70 to 80 some, probably more countries have cartels. So um, Mexico, I'm going to focus on Mexico today because it is crazy, you guys. Um, They have a brutal war going on, a brutal drug war going on, um, just to claim territory and influence. And through the war, um, through the cartels, you know, battling each other, thousands of people are killed. And you would not believe how they're killed sometimes. So this this might get a little bit graphic. So if you're not into that, you might want to step out right now. But I speak the real truth, and I'm going to keep doing that so that people know what's going on. So the five top cartels are from Mexico. And they, you know, I hate to say this, they do a good job of bringing drugs into the United States, obviously because we're high consumers of it. I don't want that to be like it, but they do. So let's let's go ahead and we're going to start out with the Sinaloa cartel. Um, holy Hannah. They're pretty nasty. I know 100% the DEA has an eye on them only because I went to a presentation by a DEA agent and he was part of the operation that took down El Chapo and um, he shared that the Sinaloa is under scrutiny right now and they're trying to keep an eye on things. So um, the U.S. government feels that the Sinaloa cartel is one of the largest drug trafficking organizations in the world, like I said, in the entire world. So they came about in the 1980s, um, and they were headed by, like I said, El Chapo. So his his real name is, um, he's a drug lord, 
a capo, um, Joaquin El Chapo Guzman. So El Chapo, or Shorty, was ranked one of the world's richest men. Um, his life and trafficking have been the subject of, we already know, a lot of TV series and books. So um, when he was the leader, Mr. El, Chap El Chapo, um, the cartel actually was had a fierce reputation of violence, and um, they outfought a lot of their rival groups or cartels um, because we know that the Mexican, Mexican cartels clash with one another. But um, they also, check this out, just like anybody, I think, like we think about relationships, um, not only do they clash with a lot of cartels, they form alliances. And why wouldn't you? You become stronger and more um, popular and more powerful. So Sinaloa became the biggest supplier of illegal drugs to the United States during Guzman's long reign as the leader. So uh, Mr. El Chapo was finally arrested in 2014, and um, he's been serving a life sentence. So um, this this cartel was known for kidnapping, torturing, slaughtering, slaughtering members of rival criminal game, gangs. Um, it had access to a huge arsenal of weapons, rocket-propelled grenade launchers, and gold-plated AK-47s. But in uh, 2019, the drug lord was sentenced to life in prison following one of the most high-profile trials in history. So he's arrested, but the um, jury, or I'm sorry, the... Um, Oh, he didn't go to court until 2019. So <clears throat> the prosecutors, excuse me, I'm sorry, during the case, um, during the court hearing, said um, Guzman had trafficked cocaine, heroin, marijuana, and kept a network of dealers, kidnappers, and assassins on his payroll. Um, his jailing led to an increase of violence because his group is like... His whole organization was pissed off. So they increased violence in the region. Um, so while other other of the cartels tried to take advantage of the fact that El Chapo isn't leading them up, so they're going to go and try to take it advantage of it. But despite this, the Sinaloa, Sinaloa cartel is extremely powerful yet. It dominates the northwest Mexico and is reported to have a presence in cities ranging from Buenos Aires to New York. It makes billions of dollars from trafficking illicit narcotics to the United States, Europe, and Asia. So, Guzman's son took over to, you know, replace El Chapo, and then he actually got arrested in 2019. So then um, at that point, they started again, like um, the cartel started being violent and demonstrate their power and their military might, is what this says. Um, they fought street battles with army in broad daylight, set fire to vehicles, and even stage a prison break 
before their leader was eventually freed. It was a sign the group remains an immensely powerful force. I'm looking at my time, you guys, and I don't want to go over 10 minutes, so I'm just going to briefly mention this second one, and then I'm going to save some information. I think I might want to do another um, episode tomorrow for you guys. So the second most powerful that they have here from BBC is the Jalisco New Generation, um, and it's mainly on the west side of Mexico, and they formed in 2010. They've rapidly um, expanded across Mexico, and they're worth $20 billion, and they're led by Ruben Oseguera, also known as El Mencho. So he used to be a, a, poli a police officer in Mexico. So I always find that interesting because this one I'm going to share about, a different one on Monday or tomorrow, is like crazy because it's like, really? They're all former police. So the Jalisco cartel is the main distributor of synthetic drugs on the continent, according to the United States. It's a key player in illegal amphetamine in the United States and Europe. It's grown more powerful in recent years, and it has its rise is fueled by extreme violence. It remains the most aggressive cartel in Mexico, according to the U.S.-based geopolitical analysis. Its effort to expand its area of control is responsible for the persistent wave of violence in Tijuana, Juarez, Guanajuato and Mexico City. It has, listen to this, it has downed an army helicopter with a rocket-propelled grenade, killed dozens of state officials, and has even been known to hang the bodies of its victim, oh, its victims from bridges to intimidate its rivals. It, it is set to expand Further, we're going to end on that one. We're going to end on that because seriously, that's two of the most powerful cartels around the Sinaloa and the Heliasco New Generation. They're coming to town, people. We need to stop this. We need to stop everyone using drugs. So, how are we going to do that? Shoot me an email, ebtcbusiness at gmail, and tell me how do you think. We can end this because every time people are buying off the streets, the money, ching, 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 is going to these cartels. We do not want to do that. Again, awareness, advocacy. We can do this, you people. All right, I'm done. I will share about three other ones. Actually, I'm going to do a bonus one and do one for... Um, so either Saturday or Sunday. So I appreciate you hopping on. If this is the first time, go ahead and hit follow. Then you'll get a notification of when my next episode comes out. And thank you. Thank you for your support. I love it. And I have some loyal listeners. I always say, hey, how's it going out there in Middleton, Wanakee, Madison, um, Brussels. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead and share this with people and say, hey, you got to follow this person. She is kind of crazy on there. Um, please, please take care of yourselves, you guys. One life, one time, and keep on learning because we know learning is the essence of life. We will catch you on the flip side. Peace out.